Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Paradox Week. Today we're going to talk about singular focus and people who have a singular focus, perhaps someone like you. And it's really interesting. So I, I know a lot of people who I would consider talented, exceptional type people. And the interesting thing is they don't get everything done they want to get done. They're just like everyone else, right? They have a whole laundry list of things they might do. And certain things, they're great at getting done and they follow through and you're like, oh my gosh, how did they accomplish that? And other stuff, it's like a disaster. Like they can't even get going on that simple thing, maybe something that we consider very simple or certainly within their abilities and talent to do so compared to the other things we've seen them accomplish. And it's an interesting paradox. Why is it that people are able to do some things and drive through and accomplish them and not able to do other things, especially when it has very little to do with the level of difficulty, the level of time, um, sometimes even the level of importance. There's plenty of things maybe that are important for us to do, like pay the bills on time that some people are not really good at doing, not for lack of money, not for lack of ability to pay the bills, but it's just not getting done. So I was thinking about why this is, especially with people who have the means and the ability to do things. What are the things that actually end up being the must-dos? The must-dos not in terms of what society or the world thinks you should get done, but in terms of what you internally think should get done. And how can we understand that and harness that? Because when we figure that out, then we can align what we do, how we spend our time, um, what we learn to gain more leadership ability, to get more executive presence, and to really uh, enhance our career, um, as well as help lead and influence others around us in a positive way, rather than just uh, taking um, randomly kind of, uh, you know, the, the trend du jour, the training du jour that, that comes our way. And what I've come to understand is a lot of this, um, and I'm speaking from my personal experience here, is driven by one simple question. And that question is, what type of person am I? Right? If you think about the things that you end up doing and following through, ask yourself, do they fit in your worldview, in your internal assessment of the type of person you are. And how many things have you actually accomplished, great things, where you thought, yeah, that's not the type of person I am. I would never do something like that. And when I understood this, it started to really open up for me. It started to help me understand that there is great power in being able to answer that question and to sometimes even change the answer to that question if there's something you're trying to accomplish. So if you're, and I'll use a, a very like kind of simple generic uh, example, if you say you're not the type of person who saves money, right, then what are your chances of really saving money at the end of the month? If you say to yourself, I'm not the type of person who gets recognized for their hard work or gets promoted, 
then subconsciously, a lot of the things that you do, the opportunities you even see, um, the things that you say are going to line up with that impression of yourself. And then you start to really see why is it that certain things that are well within my ability to do, within my means, my talent, my time, are not getting done. Because the answer to that question, what type of person am I, for that thing has become I'm not that type of person. And for the things where you move heaven and earth to get something done, well, it was always going to get done because that's the type of person you are. It's within your identity. It's within your choice. And that's kind of the last point I wanted to make here. You know, we have a choice to choose what type of person we are. There's no singular Um, decision that's made at a point in time that locks us in forever. We can actively and dynamically choose and transform our choices throughout our lives based on our values and what's important to us. And never, ever, ever let other people dictate to you what type of person you are. That is um, your agency. That is your sole domain to decide what type of person you are. They can disagree. They can debate. They can inform. You can certainly take that under advisement, but nobody gets to tell you the type of person that you are. That is your sole domain to decide that. So today, what I'd love for you to do is ask yourself, what is something that you haven't been able to get done, right? You think you want to do it and because you keep coming back to it, but you're just not getting it done. And think about that and seriously ask yourself, what type of person am I? Do you really see yourself as the type of person who gets that done? Or is it just a dream and you're wishing you were that type of person? And see if you really do want to get that thing done. See if you can switch your view, your perspective, reframe it to make that choice and start to own that identity and say, yes, that's the type of person I am. And see how that changes your worldview, the way you see opportunities, the way you act, the way you talk about it around people and see how that changes your results. And that will blend into your executive presence and the way people feel about you and the way people, maybe more importantly, treat you in terms of your efforts. Well, my name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Do you look forward to attending another Hoham lecture masquerading as a workshop? Ever notice how by the end, a lot of people have tuned out and no one has any questions for the instructor? If you could attend a workshop that prioritizes your engagement so you get the most out of the time spent, would you look forward to it? If you truly want to invest in your leadership learning this year, join us for our monthly Connection Counselor Workshop, where your participation is the key. Every month, we dive into another difficult leadership challenge and explore it together. Register for our next workshop now and watch recordings of previous ones at 
connectioncounselor.com forward slash workshop. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Paradox Week. So today we're going to talk about smart, stupid people. And I'll try not to get myself in too much trouble. Um, You know, basically uh, what I mean, not trying to insult anyone, but, you know, people that we perceive as intelligent versus people we don't, uh, we perceive as not as intelligent and how that sometimes can be a paradox. So I think sometimes we have a too uh, narrow view of what it means to be smart and what it means to not be smart. Uh, And what can happen is they don't always generate the results we think they should. And I'll share a couple examples from when um, I was in school. So there was um, one person that I went to school with, and to see them in class and the way they kind of, you know, interacted with other students and the teachers, you were so impressed. You were like, wow, you know, they're really smart and they're going to get like a really good grade in this class and they're going to go far in life, period. And I remember thinking that and I imagine a lot of other people thought that as well. They were a very impressive um, individual in terms of how they talked and presented themselves and and the, the, the way they, you know, um, argued and debated about things. Just really, I was like so impressed by them. The interesting thing was at the uh, end of the first semester when, you know, after we got our grades back, this person totally. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.